Welcome to the Awareness Offerings Podcast, a weekly offering of yoga philosophy discussion and guided meditation for the moments we're living in. I'm your host, Laura Tara Davy Joplin. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher, spiritual social media strategist, and integrative counselor, working to integrate the principles of the spiritual path into every aspect of my work and my life. This podcast is an extension of that work as I navigate the world as a white woman devotee of yoga, living at many intersections of privilege, living in the West, and trying to live with awareness. Thank you for joining me in this work. You're listening to an episode that's going to be a little different this week. So first, let me say welcome. Thank you, as always, for joining me in the space of the Awareness Offerings podcast. I'm honored to have you. And if you want to support the show, as always, the best ways you can do so are by rating and leaving a review on whatever platform you're using to listen. Share if you feel called, but just know that I'm honored that you feel called to just be here and to receive what I have to say into this microphone. So welcome. And as I said, this is going to be a little different this week. I'm changing up the structure a little bit. So rather than talking for a little while and then sharing a guided practice right here on the podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit and then I'm going to offer you an invitation for this week's practice. So what does that mean? (laughs) Basically, I have not shared a new free digital practice to my YouTube channel in several months. And that's something that I've always been really passionate about, especially since the pandemic started at the beginning of 2020. I became really dedicated to making practice as accessible as possible. And I've had a YouTube channel for a couple years now, but it really kicked into high gear. I was committed to sharing one digital practice a week, whether it was on YouTube or Instagram or, you know, Zoom yoga. And so that became a really dedicated ritual for me during the pandemic was one digital practice a week. And as things do, (laughs) things have shifted. And I am moving through the last several semesters of my degree. I'm getting a master's degree in clinical social work. I have started this podcast in spring of this year, and that has been a a journey and a project. And so different things have moved to the forefront in my life. And me sharing one digital practice a week now looks different than it did a year ago. Mostly it looks like this podcast. And I'm really grateful and excited and energized about the fact that this podcast gives me the space to have a consistent container for sharing one digital practice a week, no matter what I know. And I, you know, let me not get too, uh, too cocky over here. I say no matter what, but you know, there have been a few weeks where I have taken a hiatus from the podcast for whatever reason, but consistently and in a grounded way, I know that I can sit down each week, record a podcast and have an accessible packaged from the heart digital practice to share with the folks who want to practice with me. And so this has been what my digital practices have looked like. And it's great. It still gives me an opportunity to make practice accessible and even new ways to make practice accessible in a world where we're still living in a pandemic. It's still tough to get to yoga classes and digital practice is just a really solid way to show up, to keep practice accessible on my end as the teacher and for you, the person who's practicing, to just have something that you can grab onto from where you are and practice. And so this is what this is what it's looked like, the podcast. But because I have been podcasting and doing the grad school thing and 
just on a different kind of journey over the last several months. Excuse me, I'm having air bubbles, which you know also happens as I'm podcasting, but because I've been, you know, things have been shifting over the last few months. It's been a while. It's been five months since I have shared a new class to YouTube. And that's one of the reasons I really love YouTube is it's a format for full yoga classes, full meaning they could be, you know, 20 minutes, they could be an hour, but it's, it gives a really authentic experience of taking a yoga class. And it's been a way for me to share yoga classes that are free, that are um, very targeted. Like I can do very intentional types of practice that are, um, you know, I can, I can dive deep into different kind of practice intentions and different poses. So I can do these really intentional classes and give people a full class experience in a way that's accessible and free. And so that's, you know, that's one of the reasons I became really passionate about doing that during the pandemic. And because of these new shifts, it's just been a while. It's been several months. And I have had the intention of diving back into YouTube a little bit for a while now. And, you know, (laughs) I laugh because... I am a student of the spiritual path and my spiritual path has led me to yoga, which is deeply connected to Hinduism. The Hindu deities, the Hindu stories and philosophy have a really heavy influence on yoga. And so I'm familiar with the Hindu goddesses who are depicted as having multiple arms. The goddess I was named after, Tara, she has four arms. Her sister, the goddess Kali, has eight arms. And I'm laughing because I'm thinking of myself with all of my arms sprouting out of my back because if I want to maintain a consistent YouTube presence and record a podcast every week and get through grad school and keep my jobs and all of that, I'm going to need about eight arms. So I'm laughing because I'm really connected to the reality of the fact that my YouTube presence is going to look different than it used to. I'm not going to be recording, you know, a YouTube class a week or a YouTube class a month, but I'm, I've been feeling really aware that I want to continue to show up there as I'm able. So I've set the intention of, um, just sharing on YouTube, doing a new YouTube class. And that intention of continuing to show up on YouTube, albeit differently, but still showing up, has coincided with sort of a resurgence for me of chair yoga. So I taught chair yoga as one of the first specialty practices I ever learned to teach right after I got into yoga, started teaching beyond learning kind of the basics of classical fundamental yoga, chair yoga was the first specialty practice I learned how to teach. And I had the opportunity right after I got into teaching to go, I think once a week or once every other week to a church and share chair yoga with a group of seniors. And so chair yoga has always had a really special place in my heart and I've been studying it, practicing it, teaching it for a long time. But after I stopped teaching with the seniors, I didn't really have an opportunity to teach it on a regular basis other than on YouTube. And I actually already have, I think my first or second YouTube class is chair yoga. But this year, one of the other shifts that happened is I did have an opportunity to start a weekly virtual chair yoga class. And that kind of brought back to life all the sweet and tender feelings I have around loving chair yoga. And that weekly class actually didn't pan out for a multitude of reasons. It did not end up being a long-term thing, but it still stirred up within me um, all of the love for chair yoga that I have had. (laughs) And so as I have been thinking, okay, I want to 
I still want to be in the space of YouTube as I can. I want to go ahead and release a new class so that beyond the, the recorded meditations and the Instagram posts, there is something new and more robust and more like a class experience that people can, can use and can practice with me. So chair yoga. These, you know, the resurgence of chair yoga in my life and the intention of being back on YouTube um, have merged in a way that made it very clear that it was time to put a new chair yoga class on YouTube. And so that's what I did this week. And so in lieu of sharing a full guided meditation on this podcast episode, I'm offering this podcast episode just as an insight into what my world is like right now and to what it's like to be a teacher who needs to have eight arms and to invite you, instead of sitting for a guided meditation this week, to join me for a chair yoga practice. And... I talk about this a little bit in the recording of the class that is going to live on YouTube here very soon, but one of the reasons chair yoga is so close to my heart is that it offers both accessibility and creativity. And I think those two qualities are incredibly important when we're thinking about practicing on the path of yoga and living on the path of yoga. Accessibility, because... I'm living in the West. If you're listening to this, you might be in the West, you might not, but it's very likely that, um, you know, the folks I reach are mostly Western, so you're probably in the West too. And here in the West, yoga has been misconstrued a bit. Yoga is a a life path. It is a full, multifaceted spiritual system. It's a way of living and being more whole and living with more depth that originated in India and South Asia. In the West, we like to make things bite-sized and we like to make them about instant gratification. Um, All those things that relate to the kind of capitalist society that we live in. And we've done that with yoga. And we have extracted just the movement piece and assumed that because yoga includes movement, that it's a workout and it's about working out. And while the movement piece and the, the being in the body and feeling strong in the body is absolutely a part of the path of yoga. It's one part of many. And so we have sort of misconstrued yoga um, and made it a workout. And because of that, the way that we approach and present yoga in the West makes it look as if it is not for everybody. It can intimidate a lot of people who have different experiences in their bodies, whether they're in a larger body, whether they have, you know, they're a person with a disability, whether they are just not flexible, they have different energy levels or stamina. The people with different experiences can be intimidated by the type of yoga that looks like an intense workout. So when we do what we can to make yoga more accessible, we make yoga more welcoming. We make it we, we honor the truth of what yoga is by returning to the clear truth that yoga is for everybody, regardless of what experience you have in your body. And that's one of the sweet benefits of chair yoga is it, it's an accessibility practice. The support of the chair can make certain shapes more doable and just give us different entry points to yoga shapes that might not normally be doable in our bodies. So there is an accessibility piece there. And I want to affirm, and I I also talk about this in the YouTube class, that accessibility is not, it's not tied up in stereotypes. Accessible yoga is not just for people who are in larger bodies, who are older, who have disabilities, even though those things matter so much, 
it still doesn't mean it's like wimpy yoga. Not to say, and I know I'm going to start tripping over my words here, but that's not to say that anyone who has um, a different experience in their body is wimpy by any means. But there is this there is this misconception that yoga that is accessible is quote unquote easy or or you know not as robust. But accessible doesn't mean that. It just means easy to or. or it means there is access that every that more people can have access, but there's still challenge. There's still um, invigoration. We're still moving and working in our bodies, and so chair yoga offers accessibility, but it also kind of busts our stereotypes about what accessibility is supposed to mean. So that's one of the reasons I really love chair yoga, and then that second quality of creativity is also incredibly important because on the path of yoga, in yoga philosophy, we are taught that creative energy is it, right? Creative energy, the energy of kind of movement and aliveness and transformation is what animates everything in the universe. And indeed, that it is transformation. When we are in the energy of creativity, we are transforming, And that's a really fundamental piece of yoga philosophy. And chair yoga gives us an entry point into that creative energy in a really straightforward way. Because for those of us who do a lot of classical yoga, right, get on our mats, move through the poses, flow, do kind of yoga as we think of it in the West, the moving, flowing, um, sometimes physically challenging or physically intricate yoga. For those of us who do that, Chair yoga gives us a way to kind of get out of our regular habits and do something different. It's just a different approach to the practice and that can spark our creativity. It can kind of change up the patterns that we've gotten into in our minds and give us a way of just seeing the practice differently, approaching the practice differently. And so I really believe that both accessibility and creativity matter both for us as individual practitioners and for yoga in the West as a whole. Because if we're prioritizing accessibility and we're staying in the energy of creativity, we're really honoring what yoga actually means. And all of this is encapsulated in this really sweet practice of chair yoga. As you can see, as you can see, I have waxed poetic about it now for 13, 14 minutes. So it means a lot to me. And that's why now that we've had a little bit of a chance to chat here on this week's podcast, because I couldn't not record an episode. I had to come on and chat with you because I, this space is a, it's a powerful container for me now. It's a part of my weekly ritual that I'm so grateful for. But it's why now that we've chatted a bit, rather than going into a guided meditation on this podcast, what I'm going to offer you for this week's practice is chair yoga. I have recorded a 50-minute chair yoga practice. It is now up on my YouTube channel. So after this podcast ends, I will invite you to head to YouTube, go to Laura Tara, L-A-U-R-A-T-A-R-A, and find my latest class. It's called Presence Anyway, a chair yoga practice. That's Presence Anyway, a chair yoga practice on Laura Tara on YouTube. And I'll invite you to practice with me there. So 
I'm kind of feeling the that creative energy, right? I'm feeling the sweetness of having all these different digital platforms that I can share on. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming, right? The eight arms feeling like I need to be reaching in all different directions and on every single platform. But now I'm feeling really grateful for kind of the synthesis of different digital mediums because I have a chance to come here to the podcast, share my heart with you and have it be received as you receive it every week. And I'm so grateful for. And rather than just a 10 or 20 minute meditation, which are excellent spaces for practice and I can't wait to share more of them with you but this week rather than that we have a chance to spend 50 minutes together doing a full yoga sequence in a way that is accessible and creative in the chair so I'll invite you again Laura Tara on YouTube my latest class 50 minutes full length is presence anyway a chair yoga practice please do come practice with me and join me in honoring the depth of the path of yoga by being access by honoring accessibility and prioritizing creativity so I'll see you in practice. I'll be right back here next week with our um, kind of our regular format of some yoga philosophy discussion and a guided meditation. But for now, we're changing it up a little bit. And that's kind of one of the yoga teachings too. Yoga addresses our patterns. It, it's about un, you know, using all the tools, the breath, the movement, the meditation, service, mantra, to loosen up the, the knots that tie us to our patterns and ultimately to our suffering. And when we just get into the habit of doing the same thing over and over again, it's easier for us to stay in our patterns and therefore stay tied to our suffering. But when we do something different than we did before, there's a different kind of friction that creative energy ignites and we have room to transform. So I'm going to embrace that by saying this week on the podcast, we're going to do something a little different than we usually do. We're going to untie ourselves from our regular pattern. We're going to practice together full length chair yoga and maybe we'll be a little different than we were before. I'm grateful for you, and I'll see you right back here for our regularly scheduled programming next week. Thank you for joining me for this awareness offering and for going into embodied practice with me. You can find me on social media at Laura Tara, L-A-U-R-A-T-A-R-A, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. My intro and outro music was created by none other than my very own brother, Oxella Sun, O-X-E-L-A-S-U-N, whom you can also find on Instagram.